So you're listening to Color Break, issue number five. I'm your host, Cody Collects, and I'm here as always with my good friend, Christian, also known as Comic Book Stash. How you doing, dude? How's it going? We're all wearing hats. It's a good day. We are all wearing hats. Um, okay, so we got a pretty big guest here, guys. You can see it on your screen. If you're listening, we have Albert Loves Comics. How's it going, dude? Hey man, uh, big guest. Um, I, I I'm physically a large guy. It's true, um, but I don't I wouldn't, I wouldn't identify as a big guest. But I am super happy to be here. Big fan of both of you guys. Um, I've I've been following you guys as early as I think you guys started. So I'm I'm a uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, dude, you're a legend in the uh, I guess the TikTok game, man. Everybody loves your reviews. I think everybody in some form or another kind of is like takes inspiration from your videos i think personally i, I remember but, um, but the yeah. someone was like uh oh my god albert followed me and i was like who's this yeah. albert guy and i checked and i was like oh he follows me and i follow him that's great yeah, <laughs> yeah man uh, you know what it is i think i think that the um uh instagram community for comics is pretty large and like it has a pretty good history like there's a lot of there's a lot of people there tiktok is fairly new so I just jumped in early. I was like, I'm in here. And um, I think that I, I, I caught a lot of that early benefit. But now it's busy. Now there's tons of people here. There's tons of, like there's there's new accounts constantly. Um, so I, I think that's I just benefited from a little boost in the beginning where like comic nerds were just looking for comic content. And like I got them early. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I think uh, one thing I like about your stuff, Albert, and it's kind of in our little group that we've got going on, it's it's more common to be positive. Um, but I think your account is just so positive. It's really just, you know, your love of comics really shines through. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people have uh, gotten books off your recommendations. I know I have. <laughs> so thank you. I mean, yeah. you definitely picked the name, you know? You got the right name for what you're doing. <laughs> it's true. I do love it. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I do read bad comics, though. Um, I read a lot of bad ones. And I think that's just the nature of it, right? Like, you read a lot. Uh, you take a lot of risk and um, there are some videos where I did go negative and um, I was like, this is, this is not good. I don't recommend this. Um, and I didn't feel good doing that um, just because I, my account started growing and it's, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, it's not that big, but there was, there's some artists and writers who follow me and, uh, and like, they'll like my stuff. And I'm like, Oh, like, I can't trash these guys. Like, that's not going to feel good. Like, who am I? I'm just a regular, like, dude who just, like, likes comic books. And I can't, if I say that I don't like it, I, I don't really want to use my voice for that. So I made a choice. I'm only, uh, I only review books that I have a, a good feelings about. That That's what I was talking. My cousin yesterday was like, I'm waiting for the day where you, like, actually, like, shit on a book. And I was like, but I'm, <laughs> I was like, I'm recommending things. Yeah. Why, why would I recommend something that's bad? And not only that, I I, I want to ask you guys. I'll, I'll start with my story. I had someone big like my one of my videos because I, I also post like TV or like movie videos every now and then. And I talked about Over the Garden Wall, which is a show I love. And uh, mm. Fred Stoller. Everyone, I feel like everyone knows Fred Stoller. Maybe not by name, but by face. Um, he He's in the show. He plays a horse. 
and uh he liked my video and i was like oh no it it reached thankfully i said like the nicest stuff about this man but uh it was definitely like a i if i ever shit on something like they could know that, yeah. that's a good way to look at it right like yeah we are just you know recommending stuff it doesn't have to you don't put the label like a full-on review on it um so yeah that makes sense uh, that's actually a good place to start um Albert, I was actually going to ask you, like, your, uh, I guess, like, how did you journey into comics and comic book creation? But um. Um, so I, when I was younger, um, my father used to read a lot of newspapers and like would put them on the table and I would go to the comic book strips. So like the, I lived in, I grew up in New York City. So like the Daily News um, had it regularly. And um, there was I forgot what there, there was like Garfield and stuff. So I, I was always into comic strips. And then I got hooked into Calvin and Hobbes. Um, when I, and this is, I'm talking when I'm like eight or 10. Um, so Calvin Hobbes, I thought it was incredible because the jokes felt very adult and it was from the perspective of a kid. And there was just some like bombs this guy would drop. Calvin and Hobbes would drop like these like meta commentary on like the world. I don't, have, have you guys read Calvin Hobbes before? Yeah. Love Calvin Hobbes. Yep. Yeah. So that was like my intro starter package. And then um, I started going to the comic shop when I was like 11. Um, and I was really going there for the Pokemon cards. Um, and I try to get into magic. That stuff is too overwhelming for me. Um, but uh, I, I would go in there for that. And then I'd turn around and I'd be like, oh, there's Spider-Man there. Oh, there's a Batman comic for 10 cents. And like they were, they were, they were doing a promo. Uh, and that's when I started. So I, I started picking up like Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate X-Men. And I thought those were the main universes. So I was like, this is this is amazing. Like I'm catching it right in the beginning. Like <laughs> I was, I was very confused. Um, and then um, I'd always pick up like trades um, every now and then. So I, 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 I like the flash uh, at the library. I saw um, the crisis on infinite earths. And I was like, there's so many superheroes in this comic book. This is insane. I need to understand this. And the first time I read it, I was completely lost because, and I think most adults are lost when they read that it is so confusing. Um, and I, um, I, I was like dead set on trying to figure it out. Like, I want to know who all these characters, there's two flashes. What is this? So it's I like, like reading. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I literally would just like read it over and over again. And then I'd pick up other comic books that were related. Everybody's, you know, there's a million Batman stories. So I don't even know which ones I read, but I read a bunch of Batmans. Um, and then, uh, um, as a like college student, um, as, uh, going into the professional world as a teacher, um, when I had like expendable cash, I would I'd buy trades. I read Watchmen. That blew my brain up because it was a superhero story that was just like just completely different than anything I'd read, and it was much more serious. Um, and then um, I was I was I I'm, this is my problem. Uh, I like having bookshelves that look good, so I started like I want to fill up the bookshelf. So I just I, I kept working on that. Eventually, my bookshelf got really. I got married. I'm sharing a home with somebody, and the bookshelf was kind of like overwhelming the living room. So I got a bookshelf in my bedroom, <laughs> and uh, like a big one, like a Calyx. And then I decided I'm going to get rid of all my trades, sell them, and then upgrade. Or you know that that's my my version of upgrade. So I started getting omnibus, and I um, I ended up getting like the Green Lanterns um, by Jeff Johns, um, and I loved it. Um, and then I was like, okay, I want to get the Scott Snyder Batman and 
now I'm just like obsessively picking up Omnibus and I'm obsessively looking on Tuesdays at InStockTrades.com and like, all right, oh, this is a new, this new thing dropped. Oh my God. And I, I, I'm so obsessive. I don't even look at just the new books that come out. I, I, I go into the advanced search option and I'm writing down like hardcover, um, Omnibus for DC. Oh, Batgirl Returns is, is, is in stock. That's been out of stock for, you know, months. I'm going to get that. So I have a problem. But uh, that's kind of been my journey. Uh, now I'm just like obsessed. Um, I, I, my wife doesn't like talking about comic books. She doesn't read them. My, uh, my coworkers don't like talking about comic books. I don't have any friends in the real world who like talking about comics. So uh, my wife knows that I have a, uh, I talk a lot as you guys are learning right now. And, <laughs> and um, I, I was like, I need to talk to people. So I went online and people were, were, were listening and taking my recommendations. So I'm like, oh, all right, I'll keep going. So that brings me here today. Well, listen, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you two things. First of all, if you weren't talking, it'd be like the worst podcast episode in the history <laughs> of podcasts. But second of all, when, you know, it, it's cool you started like just with the comic strips on like newspapers, but also, you know, you go to a store and uh, as a kid, I never got the chance to go to a store. But seeing those like ten cents, but which when you say ten, when you said ten cents, I was like, I don't think I'm that much younger. Like, <laughs> that's like no, the no, 50s. it was like a special. It was... <laughs> Not that old. I'm I'm 32. 32. Uh, no, it was uh, it was it was like a special thing that DC was doing. It was like um, I don't know. It was a ten cent one, and I was like, that's enough nice. for me. I could do that, and it was real. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you got a you got a very impressive uh collection Albert, dude. I love watching like every time you do an unboxing, it's kinda like me at this point. It's like getting that bad, but it's like I got so many things to unbox. I guess I'll just do a you know, four omnis in one video. <laughs> yeah. That's, so I, I again with my in stock trades, my wish list is expansive. Uh so what I'll usually do, I don't do like fifty dollar orders anymore. I'm like I'm doing $350, $400 orders, <laughs> but like I'll, I'll budget it out for the month. I'm like one every month. Right. I'm and right now I already know what's next. Like it's, it's going to be a big one too. But then I, I get guilt. I feel this guilt and I'm sure you guys feel the guilt of the, yes. of the to read pile is getting bigger and bigger. And uh, I'm still battling that every day, you know? Yeah. I, uh, so Christian and I, we, we wear it on our sleeves. Like we're um, very early new comic book readers been into nerd culture and stuff for however long but we're still pretty new um and i think that just having i don't know having like your recommendations or just recommendations in general has been really helpful to uh you know building up the collection but definitely you know we're getting to that point where it's like yeah i mean i'm looking at my shelf i haven't read like pretty much anything but it's there right i have it yeah. and it's there for when i can read it um, and it's, it's funny it's funny right. like look, watching your videos it's like a where's waldo video like i never look at you <laughs> i'm just looking in the back like <laughs> i'm just like you don't have to be in your videos you can just like uh you could just step aside that's fine you can just right, film right. the background and it'll be like actually i think you've content. done that a few times you've done that a few times you've uh you've made some videos where you're not in it and you're unboxing it you know and like yep, you know, yep, pictures. Yep. i'm like genius he doesn't really have to be there <laughs> Right, I don't have to like you know take a shower or anything. It's just, <laughs> um, no, I think so. Albert, I got a question for you. What what would you say is like your most prized? Um, I guess like collected edition or omnibus. I don't know if you can name it off the top of your head, but um, my so I, I I told you I'm a big um, 
I, I, I read Ultimate Spider-Man uh, as a kid. So that was like, they, they just came out with um, an omnibus for it. And uh, volume two is coming out in a few months. So like for me, that one means a lot. I got I went to a, a comic book convention, Terrificon in Connecticut. And uh, Mark Bagley was there. And uh, I got to you know see him and say thank you. And he, he put like a little custom signature for me. Um, so that, that book means a lot to me. I'm a big X-Men fan. Um, so I have the, um, the uncanny X-Men omnibus, uh, like once, one, two, three, four. So, um, those just mean a lot to me because I'm a big, I, I identify as an X-Men fan. Um, and you know, that comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of reading to do. It's for a that. lot of you people. Gotta you got to know about Oh my God, yo. And like, I, I read, I read X-Men and I, I still am like, who are you? I have no idea who you are. The modern, the modern stuff. I'm always lost. I'm just like <laughs> this is too much. It's funny because me and Cody have actually never read the X Men books. Oh snap! Yeah, I mean, it's like and a whole other even, world, even then, it's the crazy. the Ultimate Spider Man, we just got it. We got the same one, so like I know he just bought it because he sent me the link. In stock trades he... <laughs> had a summer sale. It might still be on sale if you're looking. I'm sure it is. Yeah, there's like, as, had, like five different versions. <laughs> as soon as he bought it, he just sent me the link, and he was like, "Go, <laughs> you gotta get it, dude. Yeah. Do it." Yeah, yeah, and they were on sale. Um, yeah, no, X Men is wild. So here's here's my sell of X Men. I'm gonna do it. I got I got I got to use, honest, the, gotta use the platform to do this. Okay, uh, I've never done a review video for X Men because I feel like it's just like everyone has it. Of course. So this is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the 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 Chris Claremont run, the X Men team. He had Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus. Um, he had Wolverine. Um, and it was an international team. It was like the United Nations. It was it was. It was incredible to see um, uh, such a diverse cast and then they're dealing with, you know, like discrimination. Um, so I think I'm, I'm, I'm Dominican, Latino, uh, and um, those issues matter tremendously to me. And seeing it reflected in, in a comic book and then like seeing that it's widely successful, it's just like there's great stories there. The characters are unique and different. Um, I... I recommend it to anybody who's like looking for that in their superhero stories, just like talks about discrimination and like, you know, their, their, their eternal struggle is that everybody hates them for, and, and like, for just th- existing for just, I think about it like this. If I had a tail, just a tail, like no, no special ability, just a tail. That's how most mutants are in, in this like Marvel world. They don't have fun powers. They just have like weird deformities. Uh, that's, that's just the reality. And people hate you because you have a tail, but there's other people who have tails that can like, you know, slice you in half or light a room on fire. And then like, oh, we hate all people now who have deformities. It's like, this messed up, you know, that's how I look at it. The yeah. the closest experience no, think... I've had with the X Men and Cody, you just read this, Marvel's issue two, the nineteen uh, nineteen ninety four run, the just the entire second issue is about the X Men, and you get Phil yeah. Sheldon throwing a brick at one of the X Men. I don't remember who it hits. I forgot which X Men he hits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I um so, no I, Christian, that's a good point. I think that's a that's a good like intro look, and then. In the past, like I've read um, X Men Grand Design, which is like, I, I don't oh, know yeah. if that's what people should start with. I mean, it sounds great in theory, like oh, the whole history of the X Men condensed into you know like an eighty yeah. page giant. It's like the history of the X Men all blended <laughs> up and just like you drink a smoothie of X Men. I just, I don't know what's going on. But um, Chris and I are making an effort. That's actually going to be one of our episodes in um, in October. Um, reading some X Men and 
just kind of going through it because for me, I think it's been X-Men and then I'm trying to think of another like big um, hole that's been missing in my uh, comic book journey. But uh, X-Men is like the biggest one, right? Because so, if you love the X-Men, you can just read X-Men. Uh, you don't have to read guess. any other. You haven't, you haven't read any Batman. That's what it is, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I read some Batman. <laughs> for, I, me, for me, it's I Superman. Think, I guess like Flash too. But oh, yeah. Superman. Super- yeah. And the Flash. And Flash yeah. is my favorite character. So that's like, it's not the smartest. Are you a CW <laughs> uh, a CW Flash fan? Uh, so it, it's funny. No, um, I, I've kind of talked about it on the podcast. My parents sold their car when I was like four or three, and uh, I was crying a lot. So my dad was like, "Here, a toy," and he gave uh-huh. me a what I th- it was the reverse Flash actually, but I thought it was a Flash just yellow, and I was like, "This is cool." <laughs> they changed his outfit. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. And uh, and then I did watch the CW show, which I did enjoy. I just I'm not caught up with it. I'm on like season five or six, but I enjoyed it. You know, I watched it with my family. Uh, then my girlfriend started watching it, and uh, I recently just got the the Jeff Johns. Was it Jeff Johns? Yep, yeah. Jeff Johns Volume yeah. One, dude. Wally yeah. West. Um, so I I can tell you where I started with the Flash, and I got hooked. I'm a big fan of the Flash. I have, I still have not read a lot of it because Jeff Johns went wild and wrote like you know a million issues. Um, but uh, Flash Rebirth is absolutely amazing place to start. Um, it's he he just like comes back from the dead. That's it. That's our Barry Allen. Um, like yeah. literally, he comes back. So you're kind of starting literally fresh. And then um, I'm sure you've heard Flashpoint is amazing. Flashpoint actually is amazing. It really is good. Um, so that's what I would recommend uh, for Flash. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, another one that's like that is um, Green Lantern. That's like yeah. that's a whole other thing going on, right? Yeah. So it's kind of tough to. I, everyone always says just start with Jeff Johns, you know, Volume One of yeah. Green Lantern. So it's a little, it's overwhelming. It, it, it can be any superhero you want to start especially with. Green... Jeff Johns. Yeah, I, I think. Green Lantern's one of those where like it's really like you're you're talking about like it's a what um uh, a cosmic story right um and all the characters are like aliens so it's it's kind of intimidating um at least it was for me um but I think the what I started realizing is that it's about um like emotions um uh, that's basically what the whole thing is about at least uh, Jeff Johns run so once you start seeing like what's the point of this um he's talking about willpower and or fear and like what are those emotions in our lives and what's the value of them um so then if you start looking at it like in that approach like oh those are those are ideas that i i'm down to get into so that's that's what i did with jeff johns like i i just started where like raw i didn't i didn't know what to expect but once i started settling in on that on that goal that the writer had i um it was easier to get into it it's one of those yeah. things where and I, and I and i i wanted to ask you the, if it's cool with you um you when when you talk about um comic books you definitely find that deeper meaning and that um inspiration you know like oh this character makes me think of this you know green lantern you, you see the emotion behind it and uh you started young and i wanted to know is it, you have a kid um if there's any anything you're doing or anything you plan to do get them into this world or you just want them to discover it yourselves because absolutely as a kid absolutely as a kid watching <laughs> these cartoons or movies like really like filled a void yeah. Yeah. I, I always, so I, I was, um, a, I, I was raised Catholic. 
So I went to Catholic school. I got my baptism, my confirmation. Same I, here. I did the whole thing. Yeah, I did the whole dance. And um, I remember uh, I, I would ask at Sunday school, I was like, hey, so like, this is kind of silly, right? Like, <laughs> when you die, uh, what do you look like? Do you look like you're, you know, the, the age you are when you die? Or do you like, you know, do you, and I would ask these very specific questions. And uh, they'd get upset at me because they were like, just shut up. Like, <laughs> just, just, just read it. Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. Okay. And um, so I, I definitely like, once that I started asking questions, they, they got a little mad at me. Uh, and I, I started looking at other things also for like moral kind of guidance and without really like knowing that internally, but like, that's what I was looking for as a young man. Like I was 11 and I was trying to see like, what's the point of life? Like what's the, and I remember, you know, falling into Spider-Man, especially be like, Oh, like this guy's whole purpose is just to give and like make the world better. And like, maybe that's it. And I, I, people, this is a common statement, but like modern mythology, this is what it is. It's, it's these stories that are grounded in values and, um, and they reflect the values that as a society we celebrate and you fiction is the perfect like route for that. And I found that superheroes were the place where I found a lot of like direction. It's like the Batman doesn't kill argument, right? Um, a lot of people disagree with it. And I try to find, you know, the, um, the, the reasoning as to like, why should that be, should that be a value? Should us moving away from, you know, killing people, does, how does that impact our views on war? How does that our, impact our, our views on corporal punishment? You know, um, those are hard questions to answer. And I was looking for, I look for it in Batman, <laughs> which, you know, most people don't, um, or at least I think, I think people who read a lot of comics do, uh, without maybe thinking about it. But, um, so yeah, so yeah, for for my daughter, um, she's three, so she's not really reading anything heavy right now. Um, but <laughs> you don't want to throw Watchmen? <laughs> not yet, not yet. But of course, I want her to, um, I want her to explore all of these like really big ideas. And the one thing you learn from working with young people is that like the closer you are with them, um, they listen to you, uh, but more by your actions and not really by what you say. So the things that you have to learn. Um, you have to kind of discover it yourself. So the goal is like to just push them towards places where they can learn, right? Like I can say to her, hey, share, but like you don't really know the value of sharing until you have to do it and you have to receive sharing. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, no, that's like, I think that um, I, like on a surface level, people, uh, we know because we're into comics, right? We know that there's a deeper meaning behind, you know, everything that's going on. Um, they aren't just, you know, Lex Luthor, Superman, punch each other in the face. Um, so it would have been cool to have a dad that got it. I'll say that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and, um, it's it's you know funny I mean? for me because I think of my future, you know, like I want to have kids at some point. And I, the first movie I remember watching was with my dad. I watched, uh, I watched A New Hope. First movie I ever remember watching. I watched wow. all of The Walking Dead with my mom. You know, like they were, they were always like the coolest parents in in my opinion you know like that's how i saw them and that i think i want to do that you know i mean it's gonna be more complicated because i did the math and there's over 100 hours of the mcu i'm gonna sit them down <laughs> with me that just i will sit them down for, once they can understand words out just yeah. they're just gonna watch all of it and then they're gonna be like okay marvel and i'm gonna be like well, we got star wars <laughs> <laughs> On to the next thing. Then you got to watch the DCEU, right, Christian? <laughs> I do it all. 
<laughs> that's oh, that's great. I don't know yet. Um, I um, I so I, I, I this is more personal. Um, I am a person who works with young people, so I I graduated from college and became a teacher. Um, I taught in Mississippi for a few years. I taught in the South Bronx. And now I teach in Washington Heights in New York City, so um, in northern Manhattan, and um, I run an after-school program. So I work with young people, and I think a lot about, um, you know, how do you get people to love reading, or how do you get people really curious, or just like to think critically. Like, that's, that's, my, that's what I do professionally, right? Like, just constantly thinking about it, practicing, talking to young people, doing activities, and like, just going all, constantly. Um, so I think the secret is, um, you just got to read all the time, and like, so what I do with my daughter is we read every single night, like multiple books. Um, and so she's, it's normal for her. And, um, you know, not every parent does that, um, who reads like regularly or, uh, so I, we try to get her obsessed with new characters and just like get her to like be in, enjoy storytelling in general. It doesn't have to be mm. just reading. It could be movies. It could be everything. But the show that we're watching right now is Spidey and his amazing friends on Disney plus. So she's a she's a big Ghost Spider fan right now. Uh, she's not a fan of the Gobby, uh, which is the Green <laughs> Goblin. <laughs> Hate that guy. He's yeah, always... he's the worst. He's, he's so mean. He's always laughing. Uh, yeah, and Rhino's a big dummy. Uh, there's you know it's a good show. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. That's great yeah. to hear. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you um, guys? Uh, so I turned. Uh, wait, wait. Twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. Yes. I was. I, I was forgetting. <laughs> I'm finding that once you once you get past like 21, it's like what's the next like yeah. milestone? I guess it would be 25, but yeah, pe- just people say 25. I'm 24 as well. People say 25, and I'm yeah. like, no, I feel like 30. You know, I don't. I well, I can rent. I can rent cars at 25. Great. No, I right because it's it's like you're close. Oh wait, I'm close to 25. That means you're almost 30, and then after that, it's all. Oh, downhill. I don't care about like aging. Like it's it's funny because my dad full head of like white hair, right? And uh, I I'm terrified of losing my hair. It's my biggest fear. People always like the one compliment I always get is like, "Wow, your hair." I have no problem with it. It's just like my insecurity. The one thing people always complimented was my hair, and uh, I went to the to the barber shop and i was like can you check about and they were like no you're not dude you you you're great <laughs> and then they were like having said that they were like are you stressed you know do you have i was like what do you mean they're like do you have people with wow. you know gray hairs in your family and they just started pointing them out and then i go up to my girlfriend i'm like what's this and she was like i know I'm like what you say that it's just from stress though you know? I, and I, have, I have <laughs> no problem with it like honestly i'm embracing it the more i get it's just mm. like another one so like i could be 40 well, like i Clooney, don't care yeah. you know i don't care about yeah. aging it's like unlocking something new it's like oh wow i survived another one <laughs> i think that nice. um i i i forget <clears throat> i forget my age all the time like i don't know if i'm 31 or 32 I, i'm pretty sure i'm 32 I do the math sometimes, uh, but uh, I I never get asked how old I am, and I never have to bring it up. It's only like I have to remember my birthday, and that's it. So like that's not that's not there's you know when you're a kid you're constantly being reminded, thinking about yeah you know? yeah like, yep. people this matters like it doesn't matter. I used to work at a supermarket, and I would always get like oh how's senior year, and I'd be like no, <laughs> and they, I'd be they'd be like oh you're in college how's college, and I'd be like. 
no, <laughs> I'm <Crazy>. not. <laughs> and then people ask me why the mustache. If I shave, like I look like what twenty right now, max. <laughs> if I shave, I look sixteen. That's hilarious. Right. Yeah, no, there, there's like there were like nah, used to man. be like moms who used to come in with like their daughters who like they'd be like, and I'd be like, no, <laughs> way older. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, people always like when I shave, people think I'm like 16. I would pick up my brother from school, and like one time, like I would always get like a hey, where's your pass? But um, yeah, yeah, like hey, the, you're skipping class. Yeah, oh, the, I'm just imagining you like walking by a high school and they're like, "Hey, get back in here." The, the my favorite one is someone. Someone said, "Hey, get in the bus. You're gonna miss the field trip." And I considered it. <laughs> I was like, "Should I? What if we go to like you Disney? Asked. Where are yeah, we going? Where are we going? Right, right. <laughs> nah, it's gonna be somewhere lame, dude. It always is. <laughs> now, oh, um, man. You, so Cody, you asked me uh, what's my most prized collected edition. I'm I'm now I'm curious about you guys because that's that's a it's always a fun question. I'm tra- I've been trying to um, I guess like a goal of mine, right? If I had to like break it down, I'm trying to get like you name a character, and then I'm trying to get their most like important or seminal run. Um, so I'm trying to you know I have like uh, you know Captain America, Ed Brubaker up there, the first two volumes and stuff like that. I think my most prized possession might be my. Uh, my Sandman Omnibus Volume Number uh, One. It's like the leather, like the leather one. Yeah, um, looks pretty nice. I guess it's out of print already. Volume Number One. So, um, yeah, it's it's worth a lot now. Sell it. Yeah, <laughs> I, we're talking about last. It's like shot up to like four hundred bucks yeah. at some point. I don't know if it's still like holding at that level. And I'm like, I have. I guess uh, I'm just gonna sit on it. But <laughs> I have Why the Last Man, the Absolute Editions, oh, and nice. um, I was listening to like uh, Gemic Collectibles on YouTube. And he like casually brought up, I was like, yeah, that book's like worth 400 bucks. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't like that book that much. I'm about to make that cash. <laughs> like, it's good, but it's not like, you know, I, I have a very um, like loose relationship with my stuff. Like I am a hundred percent willing to let go of everything and like start over. Like, I'm okay with that. I, I, I just, I'm, I, I, I understand the nature of this. Like you're, you're, you I, can let go and we can get back. I can't dude. I can't like this. This is like this is empty. I I'm like when I have things I need to collect. I'm like uh, and it's not like I'm not a hoarder because like if I have trash, there would not. But like there's some things that are like, oh, my girlfriend bought those pills. You know, <laughs> just associate a feeling with everything. I have like all my name right. tags from every job I've ever worked, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's just how I do it. Um, as I, far I, as I used to do that, yeah. As far yeah, as tell me, cool, tell me what's yours uh it's so it's not a great book it's not a book that i necessarily loved but um my when i was 11 and i don't know i have to tell the whole story when i was 11 my grandma died and uh Mm. you know being 11 what do you do i went to a friend's house and i watched fight club the day my grandma died um and fight club just distracted me you know yeah no i i shouldn't say you were 11 yeah i definitely should That might not be a good thing to watch uh, right but after listen, your grandma dies. I'm just going to say, it took me out of that place, you know? It's like the saddest mm. day of my <laughs> life. And I was just like, wow, look at Brad Pitt. <laughs> He's kicking ass. Yeah. And uh, So did you fight true. Did you fight somebody? No. Yeah, that's my. I have a picture of me fighting someone. No. Um, <laughs> that's that's the presentation. Oh, I'm like, did you really? I'm like, oh, my God. So five clubs. <laughs> I've never been in a fight. I'll say that right now. 
Fight Club, don't try to fight me now that I've said this. If you see me in the street, I will run away. Like convention. Um, no, but um, Fight Club number one was a book, and then Fight Club two came out as a graphic novel. Well, single issues, and then they were compiled. And then Fight Club three, I I own both Fight Club two and three, but Fight Club three I own, and it's autographed by Chalk Palinuk, and it's uh, wow. it's my favorite. You know, being my favorite movie, having Fight Club Three autographed by Chuck Palahniuk, I don't know, it just made me happy. That's dope. That's dope. I don't love the book. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, it it means something. Uh, there was a, a a trend going on where people would show like their obscure collectibles, and I feel like that's pretty obscure. I've never heard of. I didn't even know that was a comic, so that's pretty cool. Right. I will say it's very interesting. It's just yeah. not Fight Club One. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Like, like Chuck so, Palahniuk, yeah. the author shows up in it. And that should just give you an idea of how wild it is. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But it's a beautiful like story. Like it's honestly like one of the some of the most creative art I've ever seen. And I'll send it to you at like pictures after because it's I think it's worth it. I you know, I, I, I definitely thought you were gonna say that like you got into a fight right after you watched the movie because you were so emotional and no. like you know you wiped I was, you wiped, I was you 11, man. comics to... I was eleven. After watching right. Fight Club when you were eleven, you just like think of death and other things. But like hey, you process I, I work, it better. I work with eleven year olds. I work with eleven year olds. They're, those kids show are wild. they're emotional. Show them fight club. <laughs> yeah, show but... Them. <laughs> but um so well, so I was going to say, so Albert, I I answered your question from a monetary like oh, thinking, okay. I guess, and that's not good, right? You got to have <laughs> sentimental. So I guess I guess my my sentimental thing would be, uh, it's a first edition uh, hardcover of Marvels, like the year that it came out. Um, I actually got that. You, she's part of the crossover comics um, community, I guess, but uh, Ghost Dad Comics. It's not as active anymore, but um, you know, she still pops on Discord every now and then. Uh, she started selling stuff on uh, whatnot and oh, cool. I bought it from her from like a, for like a pretty good price. I heard it's a good story. And then that's a story that I really fell in love with. Um, so I think it's cool to have the, you know, there's like some behind the scenes things of Alex Ross going through like his artistic process and stuff like that. I think those pages aren't uh, collected anywhere else. Yeah. Um, I, I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's like you know, specific to that edition of the book. Um, so that was cool to see just to, you know, see Alex Ross and he get he gets all his friends to like pose in like the, the way that he would paint them on the panels. Um, so, you know, his friends have like, you know, made up props, like made out of wood and cardboard yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Just like Alex Ross is, he, he has a YouTube channel. It's fantastic. Yeah. Just I didn't even it. know a YouTube channel. That's awesome. Yeah. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, um, dude. Are you a fan of uh, Daniel Warren Johnson? I've been loving everything Daniel Warren Johnson's doing lately. Yeah. Um, I, well, so like, I mean, we, we talked about it in the last episode, uh, last issue, me and Christian, but do a power bomb. That series is like, it's blowing my mind right now. Um, I have uh, murder Falcon, the deluxe edition. Um, and actually I think I got that after seeing uh, one of your, hey. one of your reviews, Albert, if I'm not, That's what I was going to say, <laughs> um, yeah, but no, nah, he, he's great. And I got a uh, wonder woman, dead earth uh, very recently. Um, so yeah, excited to dive into Daniel Warren Johnson. I've talked about this a little bit, um, Albert, but I'm in like kind of a reading slump. I've only mm. maybe in the last like two weeks, I've only read uh, like five issues. I'm having like a little bit of trouble just like Is it two sitting months? down and reading. Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Not two months. <laughs> I was like, that's a big slump. 
<laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but I'm still collecting, right? Because when you're out of the slump, you're going to want to read something. So, yep, yep. I hear yeah. you. No, I, I, I get those slumps all the time. I feel like there's the, the biggest thing is like, there's no shame. Like, there's no, you know, you don't have to. Uh, you can just like, you don't have to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, there's no, waves. Sure. You can take a year off. There's, it's okay yeah. to like treat this as just for fun. It, it's just a reality. Well, Cody's um, doing something smart. And I think it's like, like a great segue to you. Um, Cody, what are you doing to get out of your slump? You bought a book, What am I right? doing to get out of my slump? Yep. Okay. So, Albert, this episode or this issue, our big topic, sorry to switch gears on you. No worries. But very recently, and I know, um, I know this from watching some of your videos and Christian as well, but we, us three, have been trying to get into manga, actually. Um, so that's kind of where I wanted to to uh, head and steer this. Just kind of talk about maybe um, Albert your initial experiences with manga because I know it's something that um, you know you're diving into for the first time. Um, so yeah, I um, I would do a lot of live videos where I would like, hey, uh, help me choose what I'm going to read next, and like I just go through my collection and like you know have the camera pointing out and like that kind of stuff. And I got so many manga recommendations every single time. And I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to write that down. Never wrote it down. I was like, I'm not doing this. And then, uh, I, I ended up going to a comic book store and actually before that I, there's other people I followed on Instagram, like where they just show pictures of their shelves. <laughs> Cause that's what I'm into. Um, as I mentioned before, love, I love a good bookshelf. And I kept on seeing, uh, Junji Ito, like the spine of that book just looked phenomenal. So I always kept it in the back of my mind. I went to a bookstore and um, I saw it there and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to grab it. I'm just going just gonna to pull it in because it was cheap. And that's the number one thing that I've learned about mangas. They are way, way cheaper than a Western comics uh, or American comics or whatever you want to call them. Uh, like significantly. Like the, the Uzumaki, that, that's the book that I got. It was $26. And it was every single page is gorgeous. It's beautiful. The story is absolutely crazy. So when I finished it, I was like, this is a steal. Uh, like this is the most undervalued book. They could have yeah, sold it. Yeah, bang for your bucks. buck for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my 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 whole feeling about um, manga is I've only read like three. So I I don't I don't have a lot of experience. Right. But um, but it's legit. The 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 rumors are true. Um when I okay, I'm gonna say this one last quick story. So I work with young people. What we did over the summer is we gave the ki- every we gave thirty kids twenty dollars to go to the bookstore, and we did five different bookstores. Uh, and the goal was to get them excited to read. So and to not have any rules, they can pick whatever book they want. I mean, we have to approve it, right? So they can't like yeah. pick like you know uh, erotic Playboy. novels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I was really trying to let them like pick. Um, so like I had one kid who was 12 who picked like uh, World War II genocide history. And I was like, all right, fine. You can get that. That's, that's heavy. But like you're about to go to eighth grade. I guess you, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit like fight, 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 like fight club. club. But, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, anyways, um, the, I gave the kids $20. They walked into the store, massive store. The majority of the kids, like 28 of the 30 went to the manga section first. And I'm like, I can't be the old guy who doesn't know what these young people are reading. You gotta like, hang, right? You gotta. There's something there, right? And I it's get just it. FOMO. Now. It's really, it's it's really good. 
Yeah, FOMO, 100%. But I also, like, I want to know what's going on. Like, I want to know what great stories there are. And I will highly recommend Uzumaki from Junji Ito. It's October. October's coming up. It's, it's horror time. It is a weird, twisted, like, story that you have never read anything like. I made a review on it. I had no idea it would pop off. I'm still getting people liking it and writing comments today. I wrote it like three months ago. Um, it's got like 380,000 views. Like it's it's blown up. Um, you said you're not a big TikToker. <laughs> <laughs> I got like 400 no, I, views the other day, and I was like, <laughs> it's. But that's that's it's. You know what it is? Honestly, like if I review a book that's very popular already and I do a review that's like decent, then it's way more likely to go up. If I review a book that nobody knows about, the success, like the what I call success is completely different for that. So like if I get 10K for that, I'm like, awesome. Like that's great. Um, if I get, uh, so I, I'm at a point right now where I, I, I'm getting an average of like 10K for the, for the reviews of books that are less known of. And then, um, you know, anywhere between the 10 and like more to, uh, for books that are very like highly popular. So if I did, if I did a Watchmen um, review and like I did an okay job of it, that would probably pop off, right? But I also don't want to just read the most popular books and like just try to get high views. Like, oh I'm no, to read 100%. Books that I like it's one of those yeah. things. And you do this with your reviews. I know I do them with mine. If I'm reviewing a book that I have read fully, I, I will set up a green screen. I'll set up a DSLR camera and I'll edit all of it on my computer because I'm like, this book deserves to be recognized i don't care if that video gets a hundred i don't i don't care if that video gets 50 views i i i put hours into it and i don't care how many views yeah. it gets i'm happy with it yeah and uh it's just because i like to display the art in the background and i like to show everyone like an actual like good review i studied film so it might just be me trying to be super extra and mm. show up my skill <laughs> but um no, but, but I, I think that's that's like this is a, a creative you know, platform, right? Like it's, it's, it's overused, but like, it really is creative. Like you literally get to control every single piece and it reflects, you know, you. And, um, I think that there's no, there's no problem with like putting in your all and trying out new ideas. Like that's, that's awesome. And I, I've, I remember I've heard many times that you're, you were a film student. Um, so like, that's, that's a unique experience and unique skill set. So it's amazing that you reflect that. It's one of those things where um, whenever I, when I was at 900, I was about to get it to 1,000. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, how are you not at 1,000? And people were like, oh, I thought you were at, like, 20,000 with your reviews. And I'm like, so it means something. You know, like, those those highly produced videos. And, you know, I don't know if you yeah. like to say it, Cody, or you, Albert, but, like, we're TikTokers. I mean, I think that's just yeah, a, that's true. Thing. That's true. Um, yeah. And... It's not just about like, hey, I got this uh, thermos and uh, it's great. No, like if you're trying to sell something, like you're trying to sell an idea or an experience, you got to put a lot into it. You know, it doesn't have to be yeah, highly no. produced. It doesn't have to be beautiful, but you have to show just that like, you heart, really man. care. I, I do a script. Like I do a straight up script. Like I, I, I finish reading it and I'm like, all right, what do I want to say about this? I start typing it out. And I go through multiple like edits and then I go talk to my wife and I'm like, Hey, what do you think about this open? Do you think it's like interesting enough? Do you, and then she'll shoot it down all the time. I'm like, fuck. Okay. All right. Let me try. Let me try something this, you know, like I just did a review of, um, 
uh, what did I do a review of? Uh, Lock and Key. And I was like, this is a this is the best review I ever did my whole life. And and um, she shot it down heavy. And I was like, okay, uh, that was that was and I was and then I was like, I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> and uh, it did it did okay. But usually she gives me the okay for the she approves yeah, the, the heavy hitters. My my Ooh. screening process is um, with my girlfriend and my parents. Like my my parents oh, nice. will watch every single video, and my girlfriend uh, sometimes is there with me when I edit because she also studied film. And she'll she will always be like, it's the twentieth time you have watched that three minute video. Do the math. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but the 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 subtitles, you know, I got to make sure they're right. And she was like, you've checked them, and I was like, yeah, but you never know. Also, like, I've li- I've only lived in the U.S. for six years. I sometimes miss spelling errors, so I I yeah. make sure I I get those a hundred percent. And uh, I don't script mine just because I I just like riffing and like talking about things which is why you'll hear me say like the art is fantastic man the writing fantastic i actually think this (laughs) book is fantastic (laughs) overall i'm gonna have to say it's fantastic very good (laughs) (laughs) no i think um no i think uh you know like i think having a script is really helpful i i never made it like that far like doing a full typed out script but i do do like bullet points of like you know top points that i want to hit and i kind of you know, weave in between it. Uh, I haven't done a review in a long time just because I don't know. I think for me, my problem lately has been uh, I'm tying, you know, reading comics and something that I'm supposed to like enjoy passively to like the whole TikTok thing. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta film a video. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Um, so I'm kind of taking, I guess like a break that I didn't even know just from both TikTok and, um, reading comics just because i tied them together for the last couple months Cody, um, what I, okay, if, if you don't yeah. mind me jump it in i i go for it i 100 percent felt the same way like there was a little bit of like a damn like i gotta carry this extra load of like thinking of what i'm gonna say while i'm reading right and, um i what i what i so what i do is i read constantly but i don't review everything like at all like i i um and i i give myself that pass i'm only gonna review if I feel like there's something to say, right? So if, if there's nothing that comes naturally out of that experience then the review probably wasn't going to be that good anyways, right? Because you're, you're forcing it. So I think, I think at the end of the day, like um, what people for both of you guys, I think like your, your personality, your insight, your unique attributes of like being newer readers, but also like, you know, being falling in love with it, with it, like heavy, I think that's what people are there just to like observe and see what you're, what's, what's standing out to you. But if you look for, for, for something to say about everything, then, you know, it's, it's just going to be very bland. I think the things that come um, that are generated that are like, you know, exciting for you. That's what we're all interested about. I I see. That's a great tip. Yeah. I see kids now and I'm not giving you advice, Cody, because I have no place to give advice to anyone. Dude, I'll take advice. But um, (laughs) I I see like a lot of kids and not necessarily in our circle, but I see a lot of kids who like jump into this because it's social media. Like you you can make money out of it. You know, I've done it. I don't know about you. I'm not going to say how much. It's not a lot. So don't get excited. People don't think I'm just rich. Uh, It's not even $10. But um, people jump into it now. <laughs> These kids jump into it thinking like, oh, wow, like I, I just want to get rich. I want to be famous. I want to go to the, the premieres, which are cool goals. But it's not like you, you got to have, you know, the background. You have, you have to have the, 
the thing you put out first. You can't just jump into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to be rich. No, I don't I don't expect to ever get rich doing this. But it's my passion. I like comics. I like film. And I'm just going to talk about it. Because if not, I would be talking about it to myself. And I got tired of it. <laughs> In a padded cell. <laughs> so if um uh, Christian, I'm I'm is Christian, right? Yeah. Uh Christian, I I you know I never knew your name uh, until today. So there I was go. gonna call you Sorry. Comic Stash, but you know. You can, you uh, so <laughs> um, if you were to get uh five hundred thousand followers, and you're pumping out all this stuff, um, do you feel like you would want to monetize off of that more heavily? I never, if anything, I mean, like there's things that I I would do definitely. Like for example, I can't lie. Like I'm working on uh, on a project right now. That's uh, it's it's a film, but it's related to comics. I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, like you know, help me with this monetarily, like pay for this. But it would be cool. Like, hey, I have this project. I have all these people here who, yes, can generate revenue. But it's more like I have a platform where I can share this. And that can get me somewhere. Like, I don't care if they pay for it, but they can get, you know, more people to watch it and more people to watch it. And that generates, in the end, profit. When people donate on, on my like my lives, I've done two of them, so it's not a lot. I feel bad, but also, like, I, I have learned to accept that I can't stop them. You know? <laughs> you shouldn't feel bad. Uh, you shouldn't feel bad. <laughs> Um, I, so here's why I ask, right? So like, I'll, I'm, I won't be, uh, shy about it. I would love to do this full time. I would absolutely love it. Um, so I think about how would that happen, right? How, what, what would actually need to happen in order for me to do this? I made a review of, um, the many deaths of Layla star and it got over a million views. And yeah. I thought to myself, I'm like, bro, how much, how many people bought this book because of my video? And I'm not saying that in like a you know, like I deserve a cut, you know, but a right. part of me is like, yo, like I gave him a free commercial, you know, and that wasn't my intention, but I, I felt, uh, I felt a little bit like it would be great if I could have a little bit of cash from this experience of like promoting a book um, and, and maybe doing it like with, with the support of a publisher or the, the support of the creators. Because if you think about how, how, um, how, if you're a small business or a large business, like a, a multi-million dollar business, and you are advertising your your stuff, um, how do you do it? And most of the time in the past, it was through, um, you know, magazine ads or comic book ads, maybe commercials, maybe radio commercials. Nobody's doing that anymore. They're going to social media. Nobody's even go looking at those places. So it's not crazy to look for like social media influencers or just people on social media to like promote their stuff. Um, so I, I've always, I've, I've, I've have, I have made videos for publishers before. Um, but again, only like if I actually like the book, um, and, um, that's a, that's a path that I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, but I'm always curious, like, is anybody else down for this? Like we can collaborate, we can, we can share contacts, we can share how much we charge, like all that it's kind of so stuff. weird. It's so weird because you don't know how to like, I don't, I'm not like, I would love to do it. That's the thing I say. I'm not seeking money, but of course I, it'd be great. It's just, I don't make it my main goal right now because I am enjoying it and I don't want to yeah. turn this just into like a, a money thing. If I get money, it's a, please. Yeah. But I just, I, it's so weird because when you do have people, I, I have people sending me stuff, you know, I have people sending me books and I tell them like, Hey, 
you want me to review this or you send me this, I will be honest. If there's something I don't like, <laughs> I'll say it. You know, and it, I'm not I'm not here to shit on your book, but that's just how <laughs> people people buy that. You know, sometimes I yeah. see something and people are like, "Oh, I didn't like this," and I'm like, "I actually I like that." So even those bad comments, you know, can generate people buying your your thing. So when people send me stuff, I even if they're like, hey, we just want to send it to you so you can have it, I review it because I enjoyed it. But it's kind of hard because I'm not going to like sit here and be like, hey, it'd be great if Marvel like, send me a book. I love it. You know, like, yeah. hey, I'm not reading the X-Men yet. You know? <laughs> Marvel? <laughs> but it so is... I guess, it, like, if, if... Let's say Marvel sent you an omnibus, right? And you did a review of it, and... Um, you got people to buy tons of those books and all you got was the book. And I'm, I'm not saying that like all you got, but like they were using you as an ad. 100%. You know what I mean? And like no- normally they, they would pay for that. And they're, that's why I mean, like what I think, I think the reality is of like, when we're talking about comic books, um, there's obviously the part that's fun. And there's like, that's the only reason we're doing this in the first place, but there is a value that we are creating for the industry. Oh, 100%. And I'm, 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 I'm very curious about like, how do we, well, how do we like, um, you know, monetize that possibly I'm not saying we're, we're, we're owed it or guaranteed it, but like there, this is, this is a new terrain. TikTok is a new field and like these answers are not there. And I'm, I'm, I'm always curious about what other people are thinking about it. I mean, I'll, so I was I'll be ask honest. You, Albert, um, how, how long have you been uh, doing the whole TikTok thing? I think March of 2021. Or nice. twenty, yeah. So yeah, maybe during COVID, I, f- I feel like twenty twenty. It all blends maybe. together. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I started. I started this March, so you're a year ahead of me. Oh, okay, then maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it, I think I'm, I think it was two years. It's funny okay. because, like, for me, there's two things. I I do see this, like, especially like even Color Break. You know, this podcast right here, it's a business. You know, and that's where like I say I always say like for crossover comics like. Like, for example, we have the Crossover Comics TikTok page. If someone's going to post something, we have to look at it first. Not because we're going to see if, like, you actually said, like, you know, like, oh, that was good editing. But no, we have to make sure that, like, we say the right things, you know, that we're yeah. morally correct and all those things. So it's interesting because, you know, I didn't jump into it as a business, but it is a business. You know, me and Cody are business partners in some way. So it is it is an interesting world to live in where you're just like, oh, wow, I could get paid for this and I'm getting all these gifts and uh, you kind of feel like obligated to like make a video about it. But sometimes they're like, oh, we're just sending it to you. Don't make a video. You don't need to. And you're like, I I need to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, So, Albert, I guess. uh do you have any other tips that you would give to like anyone who wants to um, start making like comic book um, TikTok? Cause I, I remember that was like a question that I got a while ago and I feel, I still feel like I'm kind of new at this. Like I can, I can give you some advice, but it's like, you know, from, from the expert, from Albert, right? Uh, uh, well, I, I still, still don't feel like an expert, uh, but there, <laughs> I, I guess I'll, I'll share like, um, like strategies that help me. Um, I, I think the intro, the hook that you bring in is super important. And I think, um, the number one thing is to think about like, who's your target audience, right? So like mine is very, very simple. I want to convince people to read a comic book. And, uh, and ideally it's someone who doesn't read comic books. So that's, that's my target. That's my wife. 
I'm trying to convince my wife to read a comic book. And so what, every time I make the video, I have her in mind. I'm like, how do I hook you in? How do I get you to think about these things that are so captivating that like you feel compelled. Right. Um, and I think that sometimes people's audiences are not always really clear in their mind when they're making videos. So like, is it, are you, are you, are you targeting comic book collectors? Are you, are you targeting people who are fans of like nerd culture in general? Uh, uh, and sometimes like if you, so if I make a book, I make some videos of me picking up comic books, like at the store every Wednesday, and that's not aimed for everybody. That's only aimed for people who make comic book, who, who go to the wet stores on Wednesday so they can see what I'm picking up. Right. So like, I, I know that that video is not going to get a hundred thousand views. Right. Um, so I think that's like, that's one thing. And, um, and the hook in the intro is really big. I think that's probably one of the most important parts in videos. So like I edit the hell out of my videos where I, I don't use ums. I don't use pauses. Like I try to make it as succinct and smooth as possible. And when I record for the first time, usually that doesn't happen. So I edit like crazy. And you'll notice like from people who have like a million uh, followers, like they do it too. Like it's very common to see a lot of cuts in the videos. I, I feel like Christian, you probably see it too since you're a film guy. Um, but that, that's one thing I do a lot. Because I, the one thing I always felt, um, you know, scared about was that i i never felt like i was good on camera like for example my girlfriend like you know those like vlogs and she's great at it. she has like the personality to just talk to a lens for an hour and i never felt like i was and that's one of the reasons why i started doing this i wanted to practice on that and uh for me mm. like if i'm filming a video i'm doing it like i'm gonna show you my phone for people who are watching i just film like this and I'm just talking. <laughs> but you see people yeah. on, on like TikTok who like film their videos and like people like Straw High Goofy and people who like, you know, have bigger followings. Yeah. They're, they're like, you know, moving yeah, the camera around sure. and you get into that rhythm. Like, I feel like now I'm getting more into a rhythm. I'm not at 100 percent yet. I, I can say that like yeah. sometimes I film videos and for example, I film a She-Hulk review every new episode. I haven't in like two weeks just because I honestly didn't feel like they were great. And uh, yeah. that's okay. Sometimes the video doesn't work, you know? Sometimes yeah. you put hours into something and it won't work. And that's you have to accept that that's okay. And my, my advice for anyone who's trying to start this, you know, who's trying to post videos and make content, expect zero views. Like never, just like, hey, yeah. expect five views in the beginning. Expect 10 max. And then when you get the 800, you'll be surprised, you know, but never go into it thinking like, this is the one, this is the, because then you get disappointed. I remember I made a review of uh, Long Halloween that I really worked hard on. And that was the first one that I was like, this is, this is it. And it got like 200 views. And <laughs> I was for like a week, I was sad. And my girlfriend was like, just make another one. Just make another <laughs> that one wasn't yeah. it. And that's that's how I see it. It's not about the views anymore for me. Like if I get bad views, I'll be like, "Oh, did something happen to my account?" Which something did happen, like two weeks ago, because I said do a power bomb, and they were like, "You said bomb." bomb. <laughs> that's a classic. The man with the mustache said bomb. Yeah, <laughs> the man with ambiguous nationality said oh, yeah, weapon. Yeah. That's it's it's a reality, you know. So, like, that's the only reason when my views go down, I don't think, like, I suck. I just think, like, oh, did I say something wrong? 
Yeah. Yeah. There, there's people who have huge followings that will have like this super inconsistent following uh, uh, viewership. So like, there's one guy. He's a comedian. He has like a million views, two million views, three million, and then fifty thousand. But like, it's the same right, quality. Like, wow. And I'm like, oh, it's the algorithm. Like, they're they're they what I think what they really try to do is have you pay for like a push. Right. Um, So just to add on to that really quickly, like I think that the value of that same attitude, like just expect nothing and just keep like going and going and going. Formulate, like get Um, your formula down and stuff like that. There's some people who end up on my For You page who like give advice on like how to go viral and stuff, that kind of stuff. And one of the things that they used to say a lot, they don't say it much anymore, is like do like five posts a day. And I always thought that was over, that was too much. Like that's crazy. That means you're not really thinking. But I did uh, agree with the idea of like post every day. Until and, and the reason I thought it was a good idea was because you get to try new things. I think doing the same thing over and over again is is um, and getting the same result, you know, it's insane. So what you should always try new things and just like don't be afraid to try to just get creative. And my last thing I will say, I think that I got really into this in the beginning, but like I put my face in every video for a very long time, and then I stopped doing it and. Uh, I got a lot more views from that. And I thought that was very interesting because I've always heard the right. opposite. Um, but I think I got, it, it kind of freed everything for me where I was like, I don't have to show my face at all. Like people sometimes are just interested in what you're talking about rather than, and, and I, I, what, I've, what I've been told a lot is like people appreciate that my reviews, I show the book and I just stopped, I stopped putting my face in the little bubble and I'm like, I'm just going to show you what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, this, this has been like such a great conversation. Um, I know initially, like, uh, I was thinking that the big topic would be like a manga thing, but as a backup, I was also thinking like asking you for, uh, uh, content creation tips and, you know, comic book, uh, creator tips and stuff like that. So I, this conversation has like revitalized me. I really feel hey. like I just want to start <laughs> making videos again. Um, and I think that I got to a point um, that, that this is also why I kind of, you know, wound down and I cu- went from posting every day to, I don't think I posted in the last week or so, just cause I've just been so down on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think posting every day, uh, it did get me over that hump, um, crossing like maybe a thousand five hundred. And then I, even nowadays I still get a ton of like followers every day, I get like five every day, just from doing yeah. nothing. I haven't posted in a long time, but, um, I think uh, that that freedom of posting every day did give you give me an opportunity to try a whole bunch of different things. Uh, found what really worked, and um, for me lately, it's been like a lot of uh, like unboxings and stuff. So I've kind of been using that as a crutch, just because I know that it'll like yeah. you know, perform up to my standard or whatever. But I definitely want to get back to um, you know trying trying other stuff out. But yeah, th- this has been a great uh, conversation, um, Christian. I guess I'll throw it to you, dude. Any last words? Albert, you said um, posting every day helps you find new things and, you know, you find ways to, like, change your rhythm and new techniques. And for anyone who reads comics, I will say same thing. You know, you might see people who read Batman and the Avengers, and that's cool. That sells. People watch those videos and people make those videos. But check out indie comics you know if you see a cover that's just great and you know nothing about it once you read it you'll know something about it i lost him i think i lost him too (laughs) (laughs) okay but i i agree with everything he's saying i'm sure he's probably still going Um, he might be um (laughs) okay actually you know what albert yeah i'll give you the floor dude any last words 
Um, I just, just uh, all my gratitude, man. Thank you so much for, for, uh, letting me hang out with you guys. Uh, I'm a, I guess I'm a big fan of what you're doing. Um, you guys, uh, are, you have a very genuine love for the comics and you pick up almost the same books. I do. You have the same omnibus that I pick up. So I'm like, Oh snap. Like he's my reading buddy. Um, so, so I, I appreciate that. I don't think there's a lot of people who are as into omnibus in the TikTok community. So um, there's a lot of people who read comics, but not like omnibus is like a whole different kind of right uh, for obsession. sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah definitely. Thank you so much for, for, for letting me hang out, man. I'm always happy to jump back in. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much to Albert loves comics. You can find it. We'll get his socials down in the description. You can find them there. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to episode number five of color break best episode yet number five right there. five <laughs> no i'm joking <laughs> Thanks, um man. i don't know what happened maybe the hurricane got him oh my god oh yeah i'll hit stop <laughs>